0: you're listening to politics weekly to uh be big underdogs uh in the race uh for the uh, the presidency one of them is uh, joining me today we can't survive all those systems what's going to happen if you legalize it completely politics weekly is a podcast on politics news and principles Welcome back to Politics Weekly. Uh, we are back this week uh, with uh, someone who is previously a guest once before on the show. Uh, he has a big YouTube following. He's known uh, for his election predictions uh, on YouTube, uh, Mr. Red Eagle Politics. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, no problem. Um, now, you have over uh, 40,000. Uh, subscribers on YouTube. You want to tell people a little bit about what you do?
1: Well, yeah. It's a political YouTube channel. A lot of it is uh, either election analysis, current events analysis, and I do have a lot of uh, map videos as well that have been able to generate a lot of subscribers. I've got 45K. Uh, The goal is to get to 50K by election day. Um, I think the last time I was on your show, I only had like 3,000, so it's Mm. definitely been a big big uh, period of growth in the past years. so
0: mm, yeah I, re- I remember you were you were kind of newer in uh, at that point um yeah so uh so um I know you right now you're predicting uh Trump is going to win the election. what makes you uh predict that?
1: well I think if you look at the trajectory of the race and a lot of the fundamentals it is kind of going in his favor. Uh, if you look at the polling averages right now, he's up in uh, enough swing states to the point where he just needs to win Florida and then either Arizona and Wisconsin or Pennsylvania. And if we compare the polling trajectories and you know trends to four years ago, it seems like he's in fairly good shape. I'm not going to say that it's a definitive thing that he wins, but I'd say that uh, if I had to bet my money on it, I would uh, take the return of investment with the Trump. Uh, coming out on top at the end of the day.
0: Now, how do you respond to the people that say, oh, well, you're voting for Trump, so obviously that makes you biased? How do you respond to those people?
1: Um, Well, I mean, I'll be voting Republican in the House and Senate as well. I don't really think that republicans have a big chance at the house i think they lose a couple seats in the senate but i'd really say that a lot of my predictions are based off of more than just polls Uh, i think a lot of people in the election prediction business are extremely left-wing in terms of their personal bias and they kind of let it show i'm really honest about what i believe i talk about politics a lot on my channel but I don't think that my predictions are really that biased, especially leading up to the election as we get a lot more data that can kind of show which direction the race is going.
0: What do you, uh, how do you respond to a lot of the uh, the people, uh, a lot of the models that are predicting a Biden victory, like the FAIR model, which is known to be a really respected model, is uh, projecting a Biden victory. Uh, we know alan lickman uh who with the exception of 2000 uh predicted uh every uh election correctly uh since 19 uh 84 uh predicting a biden win how do you respond to those people
1: um, well i think that models are interesting to look at i don't think that they are the definitive uh Uh, In terms of predicting the outcome of an election, I think that Lickman's model, I mean, he's well respected, he has a good track record, but at the same time, he is a liberal. I think he kind of lets his bias show. I I mean, there's definitely some of those keys that you could argue um, differently than what he's put out, for example, foreign policy oh, victory has taken out a large portion of ISIS, taken out ISIS leaders and things like that, you could probably make an argument that Trump has some of the keys. He said that impeachment was the scandal that's going to hurt him, but his approval rating actually went up after impeachment. I don't really know about the other model, but um, I think that they're worth looking at. Obviously, there's some other models that have Trump winning. I don't trust the fact of the North Pacific, primary model, having Trump at, uh, at, what, 362 electoral votes. Mm. I don't think he's going to get that either, but, uh, also Lichtman does change his models from time to time. He had Trump winning earlier this year, maybe with the quarter three economic data, he would, he could change his mind on the economics key. So we really just don't know.
0: Mm. All right. Well, uh, with that being said, uh, why don't we jump in, uh, right into, uh, the story, uh, uh, some of the stories. So, uh, this uh last week the Republican National Convention uh was officially held. The uh, convention uh, featured many prominent speakers, including South Carolina Senator Tim Scott, uh Democratic Georgia State lawmaker Vernon Jones, uh Republican-turned-Democrat uh New Jersey Congressman Jeff Van Drew. Um, Texas Congressman Dan Crenshaw, Kentucky Congressman uh, uh, Rand Paul, uh, and U.N. Ambassador uh, Nikki Haley, among others. Uh, the um, the uh, speakers also included uh, s- uh, some non-political figures as well. Uh, Nicholas Sandman, who was involved in a controversial uh, video shoot. That featured uh, him uh, uh, last year. That featured uh, that originally appeared to show him uh, harassing a Native American, uh, which uh, later uh, was put into cont- uh, into question based on uh, more video footage that came out. Appeared at the convention and gave a virtual speech from the place where the event happened. Uh, Sandman, of course. Has been successful in many of his lawsuits of CNN and the Washington Post since then. Uh, Alice Johnson, who was commuted, uh, who had her, uh, who had her sentence uh, commuted uh, after um, uh, after she uh, um, after serving a number of years in prison uh, for uh, illegal drug use, uh, spoke at the convention in support of President Trump. President Trump has since pardoned her sentence since the end of the convention. Um, other speakers that uh, spoke there uh, included uh, some of the president's family, uh, his, uh, two of his sons, uh, Eric uh, Trump um, and uh, Donald Trump Jr., as well as his two daughters, Tiffany Trump and Ivanka Trump, Uh, spoke there as well, and his daughter-in-law, Laura Trump, also spoke. Uh, First Lady Melania Trump uh, also gave a speech, uh, along with many of the president's uh, trusted advisors, uh, such as Ambassador Richard Grinnell, um, as well as others, such as Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany um, and Advisor Kellyanne Conway. Uh, Donald Trump uh, spoke uh, accepted uh, his nomination on the fourth and final night uh, in what in what was televised from the White House lawn. Uh, Melania Trump spoke on night two, the First Lady, and on night three, uh, uh, Vice President Mike Pence accepted the nomination uh, for president on the Republican line. Um, the uh, convention. Uh, was uh, was met with some controversy uh, following uh, the, uh, the convention. Uh, many politicians, including Kentucky Senator Rand Paul, uh, got into a heated confrontation uh, with Black Lives Matter protests, protesters over uh, their view uh, of the handling of the murder of Brianna Taylor, which happened in Paul's home state of Kentucky. Um, in addition to that, uh, the convention itself, like with the Democratic National Convention, uh, has also received uh, mixed reviews, uh, with uh, many uh, praising many of, the, many of the moments and many of the speeches and speakers uh, that took the stage, while others have criticized the convention uh, for what they view as spreading inaccurate uh, facts uh, and information. Uh, what are your thoughts, uh, Red Go on the Republican 2020 National Convention?
1: Uh, well, I thought that it was a lot better than the DNC, in my opinion, because it was a lot more engaging. The speakers weren't exactly speaking from their homes, from their couches. It didn't feel so much like an eight-hour CNN segment i thought that uh, trump's speech was good i don't think it was as good as his 2016 speech but it kind of fit the venue better and it was a lot more patriotic than the dnc and some of the polling we've seen is is indicating that we're going to see a little bit of a bump for the rnc which is ironic because for the dnc usually you get a bump after your convention joe biden fell a little bit in the polls after the dnc So I think that it gives Trump a little boost that he needs. We'll see if he'll be able to maintain the momentum. I thought there were a lot of good moments, uh, heartwarming moments there. And the DNC didn't really have that kind of tone. And it was a lot more positive and uplifting, in my opinion, than the DNC. But as for the controversy that happened outside, I wanted to say that I thought it was very ironic that Rand Paul was the one getting accosted by BLM. Yet Rand Paul was the one that was trying to write the police reform legislation to stop the no-knock warrants that led to the Breonna Taylor situation. So I think it's uh, kind of ironic uh, what happened there. And it shows that, you know, if you're a Republican, even if you give in to the policies um, to a lot of the left-wing mob on some issues, they take a mile when you give an inch. So it's very, very interesting
0: what happened there. Hmm. All right. Uh, well, let's move on to the next story. So the next story, uh, is involving White House advisor, uh, Kellyanne Conway. Kellyanne Conway was a major part of Donald Trump's 2016 presidential campaign, uh, and, uh, has been, uh, and has held her position as an advisor since the president took office in 2017 however she recently announced this week that she would be leaving the white house next month uh conway uh says that her uh decision uh comes from a decision uh to try and uh, uh and spend more time with her family uh her husband george conway Uh, who is a vocal critic of the president, uh, has said that he will leave his prominent position in the Lincoln Project, which is a uh, pro-Biden PAC led by uh, a number of anti-Trump Republicans to also spend time with his family. What are your thoughts on Kellyanne Conway uh, leaving the White House?
1: Well, she's been there for a long time, and she did play an instrumental role in his 2016 campaign. I don't think she'll really, uh, you know, she's been that notable in terms of helping out policy that much in the White House. So I think it's probably best that she does step down, and it's probably best for her family's sake that George steps down from whatever he's doing as well, because it seems like there's a big rift there in terms of their personal lives. So I can see exactly why it's happening. Um, in terms of Trump's 2020 campaign, I don't know that much about his new campaign manager, but I don't think that, uh, Conway was really going to play that much of a role in the new campaign to begin with. So I don't think it's going to affect Trump that much.
0: All right. Well, let's move on to the next story. Uh, so, uh, Donald Trump is, um, is planning to go, uh, down, uh, to Kenosha, Wisconsin, following a number of events uh, in the city. Uh, uh, The uh, events uh, began uh, after the shooting uh, of uh, Jacob Blake, uh, a black man um, who is currently paralyzed from his injuries. Um, um, uh, Blake, uh, the controversy led to multiple riots and multiple instances of violence, including... A, uh, including a uh, shooting of two protesters uh, by, uh, by a 17-year-old uh, boy named uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, Rittenhouse, um, many uh, of Rittenhouse's critics uh, have said, uh, have attacked Rittenhouse and have said that he should be charged with some degree of murder uh, due to the fact that he shot the two, uh, mur- uh, uh, two of the protesters. While many of his proponents uh, have argued that Rittenhouse uh, was uh, in self-defense, arguing that the video uh, of Rittenhouse showed one of the protesters holding a gun uh, and uh, another protester throwing a skateboard uh, at Rittenhouse. Um, uh, Rittenhouse, uh, uh, right now it's uh, unknown what will happen with Rittenhouse, Fox News uh, pundit Tucker Carlson uh, came under fire uh, for defending Rittenhouse uh, when he said in an episode uh, of his show, Tucker Carlson Tonight, uh, that, uh, uh, that 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 uh, the lack of uh, police uh, presence uh, led to would uh, inevitably lead to teens like Kyle Rittenhouse uh, attempting to establish order. Um, Donald Trump is now planning to visit Kenosha following uh, these events. Uh, Donald Trump is running on a law and order platform and he has said that he will go down. Uh, however, this has been met with some controversy specifically from the mayor, uh, John uh, the mayor of Kenosha, John Antarmin, uh, Antarmian, um Ant Armion uh is arguing that Donald Trump should not uh should not uh go uh to uh Wisconsin uh uh or should not enter Kenosha uh fearing that this could escalate the con- uh the conflict. What are your thoughts uh on what's going on uh with um with uh everything going on in Kenosha? understand why trump uh, going
1: to kenosha is going to cause a whole lot of conflict uh he's i'm assuming he's going to be going during the day rioters usually riot at night i don't think they're gonna say oh trump was here earlier and then riot because of that i think that uh, it has to when it comes down to this i think that if trump decided not to go to kenosha i think they would also criticize him for that as well So I think that it's an easy political layup to go there, and it kind of makes the mayor and the governor look a little foolish for uh, saying that. Uh, As for the Kyle Rittenhouse stuff, I exactly agree that if you, uh, with Tucker Carlson, that if you get police and remove them from these communities, there's going to be civilians that stand up and try to take the vigilante uh, position. In terms of his, uh, you know, incident being self-defense, I've seen a lot of footage. That's what I would believe it to be. But there's still some legal questions about was he legally allowed to have the firearm? I don't know the personal answer to those questions. The justice system's going to have to sort it out. I'm sure he'll probably get charged with something, but I think it's definitely not going to be first-degree murder. Uh, I just don't know what it's going to be.
0: All right. Well, let's move on to the next story. So, Joe Biden is back on the campaign trail this month. Uh Biden uh is in was in Pittsburgh recently uh in the key crucial battleground state uh of Pennsylvania. Um uh Joe Biden uh was uh attacking Trump on multiple claims that Trump had made uh, about uh about uh Um, about Biden. Um, So Biden first attacked uh, the claim uh, that, uh, that uh, Donald Trump had made that uh, Joe Biden was a Trojan horse uh, for socialism. Uh, Biden said, quote, do I look like a radical socialist? Um, In addition to this, uh, uh, Biden also attacked uh, Trump uh, for Trump saying uh, in multiple ads uh, that uh, quote, you wouldn't be safe in Joe Biden's America. Biden hit back, saying that people aren't safe in Donald Trump's America already. Um, Biden uh, also attacked uh, Trump for instances of violence with uh, from his supporters, saying that uh, Donald Trump was too weak to uh, condemn certain instances of violence from his supporters. Uh, what are your thoughts on Biden's rally in Pittsburgh?
1: Um, well, I did see some clips of Biden's rally. I saw um, one of the uh, clips where he said that he never was talking about banning fracking, which, again, we have him on video saying that he wanted to phase out and get rid of coal and fracking. But in terms of the um, uh, what you said about the Trojan horse thing, Uh, Well, I think that, I mean, that's probably not the best defense for Biden to use. Uh, It might be a hyperbolic statement, but a lot of the positions that Kamala Harris has pushed for uh, during her presidential run have had some sorts of, you know, socialistic elements to it, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, In terms of him saying that uh, Trump was responsible for the riots and violence and doesn't condemn uh, it. I don't necessarily know how that's really going to play out. Uh, a lot of people don't exactly uh, see Trump as being the reason for the riots that are happening, especially a lot of the independent voters in places like Kenosha, because a lot of the people that are rioting in the first place are anti-Trump. Biden saying, well, what about you not disavowing your supporters? I assume he's referencing Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, I don't really know... Um, if Trump should disavow when there's uh, when it hasn't been played out in court because they very well could rule it as a self-defense. So I don't know if Trump would be that smart to disavow that right away. But uh, that's just my opinion on it. I don't know if Biden coming out of the basement now is going to be effective. Uh, He could have been talking this way, I guess you would say, for the past month, a couple months or so, but he hasn't really done that. I don't even think he mentioned the riots and the violence once in his DNC speech. So I think that they're trying to—he's trying to stir up a lot of, uh, of stuff right now because he knows that he's falling in the polls. He's down in the betting odds significantly. So he's just—he's trying to throw a Hail Mary right now. We'll see if it's going to be able to work at the end here. And I think the dates are kind of going to be uh, telling for what's to come in terms of the remaining undecided voters, which way they decide to go.
0: All right, well, let's move on to the next story. Uh, So the debates uh, are scheduled to begin in October between President Donald Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden. Um, However, right now, uh, there could uh, be uh, some controversy about whether the debates even happen. Uh, There have been a number of articles encouraging uh, Vice President Biden not to debate President Trump. Uh, Recently, uh, Nancy Pelosi, uh, the Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives, uh, said that uh, Biden should not debate Trump. Um, However, Biden has since refuted her claims, saying that he will, he does intend to debate Trump. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I think that either way it's going to
1: hurt him. Uh, If he doesn't debate Trump, I think he'll go down the polls. There's going to be a lot of questions about who is this guy? Is he really healthy enough if he can't debate? Uh, Why can't he, you know, he can't run the country if he's not going to be able to to debate Donald Trump? I think that uh, Trump would probably win the debates against Biden. Uh, He did fairly well against Hillary uh, Hillary's a lot quicker in terms of her wit. She's a much more polished politician than Joe Biden is. So I'd say he'd fall either way. It's uh, it's basically, it's pick his poison. Does he want to debate? Maybe he can crack this and do better than expected. Or is he going to take the route of um, staying in his basement, hoping that voters can't see through the facade that he's not able to debate? So I don't know. Uh, Maybe we might see one in-person debate or something like that, but uh, I don't know. Or there could be a scenario where Biden wants Kamala to stand in and try to debate Trump for him. I've heard that uh, theory out there. I don't know if there's any merit to it, but I think Trump would be dumb to accept any offer other than three in-person debates And hopefully he can move one of them up before any early voting starts, because I think it's ridiculous that you can early vote like a couple days in some states before the first debate. I doubt that that many people will be. But um, I don't know. we'll we'll just have to wait and see. But uh, either way, I think it's probably going to end up hurting Biden. And uh, we'll just have to wait and see what happens.
0: All right. Well, let's move on uh, to the next story. Uh, so uh now that the convention has come and gone it appears that Donald Trump has received a polling bump from the convention. Uh, as of the current moment, uh polling uh the real clear politics uh general election Trump versus Biden average uh puts Biden ahead by 6.2 points. This is uh under what it was a month ago uh in uh when uh Joe Biden uh was leading Trump by nearly nine points. Uh in addition to this, um Trump's uh margin has also increased in battleground states like Florida. Uh last month Trump was behind by uh by six points in Florida. Now he's only behind by three. Uh in addition to this, Donald Trump was behind by eight points in Michigan a month ago. He's now down by just two. Uh, what are your thoughts uh on the poll oh, and also it should be noted that the betting odds have since uh have since uh shifted uh- do- uh last month uh the betting odds uh had uh overwhelmingly had biden as the favorite over sixty eight percent uh of betters betted on the uh idea that joe biden would win the two thousand and twenty presidential election now just fifty percent down from 18% uh, say that uh, they believe uh, Joe Biden uh, will win. That's just two points above uh, Donald Trump. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, the polling bump that President Trump has received? What do you think explains it? Um, and what do you think's going on?
1: Well, I think that a lot of it has to do with the fact that Trump, first of all, got rid of his old campaign manager, He started to resume the COVID briefings and he's also
0: been more active in the campaign trail. I think the DNC flopped a little bit for Biden, but the RNC I think
1: was good enough for Trump where it's going to give him a little bit of a bounce. And Biden's been staying in his basement And now that he's out of the basement. And I don't, I don't know if you can really make a case that it's going to improve his numbers that much. I feel like, uh, a lot of the shifting and polling has to do with pollsters also shifting over from registered voters to likely voters but we're also in a big data drought right now as a whole we haven't seen any polling out of nevada since january we haven't seen any really like one or two polls out of florida for the past couple of months and same thing with arizona north carolina we've seen very very few polls the month of august and which just leaves a lot of questions up in the air are some of these you know? mainstream media outlets that are closely aligned with biden in terms of viewpoint trying to shelve polls that don't fit their narrative i mean we've seen it been done before even on the right with oan putting out polls that make trump look good uh, could we see a similar effect going on with other networks potentially but um, I, I don't know it just seems like the race is changing and while i would say that it was 50 50 about a month ago i'd say trump's uh, Odds have increased significantly, in my view, and the pick of Kamala Harris as Biden's VP seems to have hurt in pretty much every poll. Doesn't really help a whole lot, especially among independent voters. A lot of the uh, Democrats known in their own primary rejected Kamala significantly early on. She was at like 20% after that debate, where the media kept propping her up. After that, she just fell from 10 to five to four, and then she dropped out of the race. That also, I think, might be playing a role but uh, there's a lot of movement we're seeing right now and the polls are tightening and we'll just have to see how Biden responds to it because I think that his internals are even worse than the polls that are showing now because he's even spending money in places like Virginia and Colorado that I don't even think will be remotely competitive.
0: Mm. All right, well, let's move on to the next story. So uh, recently, uh, uh, as many of you know, Uh, Donald Trump uh, signed an executive order to ban TikTok from the United States. Uh, The uh, executive order, uh, we now know what some people think about it. Uh, According to uh, an IPOS uh, poll, uh, about uh, 40% uh, of Americans uh, uh, agree... Uh, with Trump's decision to uh, ban tic- uh, to ban TikTok, uh, this comes uh, as uh, TikTok is currently um, uh, is currently trying to sue uh, to uh, to uh, uh, to overturn Trump's executive orders. What are your thoughts on this? Well.
1: I think that uh, as long as there's Chinese spyware on the app, I have no problem with Trump banning TikTok. I think that when it comes down to it, I heard something about them potentially removing it Could that uh, that could potentially uh, allow TikTok to stay. But either way, I don't think it's that big of a deal. It is a Chinese app. China bans a lot of our social media. I don't mind doing the same thing back to them, especially if they have spyware on it. And there will always be an alternative. I know Instagram has the IG reels. I think that that already is getting some steam, which is a good thing. I think that if TikTok gets banned, they'll have to improve it a little bit. But uh, I think that there's always going to be an alternative to it if it gets banned.
0: Mm. All right. Uh, Let's uh, move on to the next story. Uh, So the next story... Uh, is uh, involving um, Jerry Falwell, Jr., the president of Liberty University, of course, had to resign uh, after a uh, a scandal. We now know a little bit more about the scandal. Uh, one uh, pool boy uh, is uh, claiming that he had a 13-year relationship uh, with Falwell's uh, wife, um, and that Falwell consented uh, to that relationship. Uh, This has led to his resignation. Uh, What are your thoughts on this controversy, and should Jerry Falwell Jr. have resigned?
1: Well, I don't know a whole lot. I've heard a little bit about the situation, but uh, it does seem like a personal matter, and I don't know what's true and what's not. I don't think that... uh he should necessarily have to resign because of it. I think we'd have to wait and see and look at all the uh all the details surrounding the situation but uh if it would have become more controversial for him and in the fact that it was true, then maybe resigning would be better off for him to kind of avoid a lot of the backlash so I don't know. it just seems like a a weird unique situation that's going on
0: all right, well, let's move on. To the next story. So we're currently following uh, the um, we're currently following the uh, controversy over uh, the uh, Massachusetts or another controversy, but the competitive race in Massachusetts, uh, the co- competitive se- Senate race in Massachusetts. Uh, most believe uh, that uh, that this seat will go to a Democrat. Massachusetts is an overwhelmingly blue state that Hillary Clinton won by a landslide. Uh, However, uh, which Democrat is currently unclear? A few months back, uh, Congressman Joe Kennedy III uh, entered the primary to try and replace uh, the current sitting uh, uh, senator in Massachusetts, Ed Markey. Uh, at first, many believed uh, that it would be a cakewalk for Kennedy, but since then, Markey has seen a comeback uh, in the polls. Uh, right now, uh, a new poll from uh, a new poll from uh, from uh, the Emerson College uh, puts Markey at 58%. Uh, compared to, uh, Kennedy's forty-four percent. Another poll from Data for Progress, uh, puts, uh, Markey at, at fifty percent over Kennedy's uh forty-three percent. Uh, and a poll from Suffolk University puts uh Markey at fifty-one percent compared to Kennedy's forty-one percent. In spite of this. Many are still many Democrats are still stumping for Kennedy to win the nomination. U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, uh, recently came out and endorsed Kennedy over Markey. What are your thoughts on the competitive Massachusetts Senate primary? Um, well,
1: I think that uh, I think that America doesn't need any more political dynasties. Personally, I think the Kennedys have been going on for long enough. But uh, I think that Massachusetts also feels that way. Barring some big polling error, which is not out of question, by the way, because we've seen crazier ones than this, I, I would probably put my money on the fact that uh, Markey will win something like a 55 to 45 margin or so. Uh, in terms of um, the polls, a lot of them have him above, at or above 50. And that's, a, that's a pretty good sign. So I I don't really know what the final result is going
0: to be, but I'll be watching it closely and I would expect Marky to hold on. All right. Well, uh, Louis DeJoy, uh, has recently been subpoenaed by the U.S. House uh, of Representatives. Uh, DeJoy, who is the postmaster general, um, for President Donald Trump, uh, uh, has faced some backlash from the left for his handling uh, of the post offices um, uh, Dejoy did say that he had n- uh no intention to not have uh mail uh vote by mail uh, however many uh people on the left have attacked him uh, and he um, and he has been res- uh given uh, and he has been uh, subpoenaed by the U.S. House of Representatives. What are your thoughts on this? Um, well, I've seen
1: a lot of uh, controversy in the news about the post office. There's always these claims. I mean, I saw a claim once that uh, they were saying Trump was stealing mailboxes in Oregon, which doesn't really make sense. I mean, they do, you know, obviously they take the uh, mailboxes and replace them every once in a while. And Oregon's not going to be a competitive state to begin with uh i think that uh, when it comes down to it a lot of it is just noise i don't know if there's going to be a whole lot of controversy in terms of a legal manner from the post office and personally i think that trump is uh making his supporters uh, vote in person partially because he knows that the mail-in ballots tend to have a slightly higher rejection rate than ballots in person so if he gets the dems to vote by mail that their turnout's going to be lowered by default because their ballots have a higher chance of getting rejected. Therefore, it's going to help him a little bit. So it's kind of a 4-D chess move that he could be playing. I don't think that he's seriously trying to get rid of the post office. I mean, it's just the way I view it.
0: All right. Well, uh, let's uh, talk a little bit about uh, a new lawsuit uh, from New York Attorney General Letitia James. Um Hold on. Uh, uh Leticia James uh is currently uh suing um uh suing uh for bank records uh for the Trump organization uh and her affiliates. Um the um the off, uh she has previously uh filed dozens of lawsuits against Trump since taking office as New York's attorney general in 2019. Uh, this time, she's trying to sue for Trump's records. Uh, she says, "Quote: As the next Attorney General of Trump's home state, uh, I, she said back in November, "as the next Attorney General of Trump's home state, I will be shining a bright light on every dark corner of real estate deals uh, and every dealing, demanding truthfulness at every turn." Uh, what are your thoughts on her newest lawsuit against Trump?
1: Well, I don't know what she's exactly trying to find. I know that there's been the big push for Trump to release his tax returns and uh, tax returns for his business, et cetera, but uh, it does does raise some red flags why uh, the attorney general of New York would specifically be trying to uh, try so hard to try to find dirt on the president. It does seem a little bit uh, politically motivated in this case. Uh, will she find anything by the election? Well, time's kind of running out. We only have uh, just over two months. So I don't know what's exactly going to happen on that front. But um, in terms of um, finding the records, it just seems a little bit a little skeptical why they're pushing it so hard. It seems like it is sort of a politically motivated ordeal that's happening. But that's just my take on it.
0: Do you think that she could be looking for an October surprise scandal? Well, potentially, I think
1: that it would probably boost her ranks within the Democratic Party if she was able to find some dirt on Donald Trump. It's kind of ironic because well, they made such a big deal when Trump asked for uh, uh, for something uh, to the unite for the um, Ukrainian prime minister about the Biden so it's kind of a similar thing here um but um I don't know what she's exactly going to find could be could be looking for an October surprise I know that Trump is doing a similar thing uh not necessarily Trump but the Durham report that's going to come out sometime in the next couple of months maybe that could have some incriminating evidence on some high-profile Democrats as they've been saying I'm not really sure. I haven't looked into it too
0: much, but there could be an October surprise. Potentially, that's what she's looking for. All right. Well, let's move on to uh, what I believe will be the final story today. Um, so a U.S. judge has set the, in a May 2021 trial for Steve Bannon, uh, the former White House advisor. Bannon came under controversy this year, Um uh, about a couple of weeks ago um after he uh got in trouble uh for uh a build the wall campaign which allegedly led to fraud uh bannon uh allegedly used uh uh 1 million dollars uh to uh contribute to uh, from the uh build the wall campaign uh to uh for his own personal finances what are your thoughts uh, on uh, the controversy and what are your thoughts on the judge setting a May 2021 date for his trial? Uh, well, the trial's going
1: to happen after the election. I don't know exactly if this is going to have any impact on the election to begin with. I don't think there's a whole lot of people that really care about Steve Bannon anymore. He was a target for the left when he was in the White House. Now he's obviously not in the White House. I don't know what went down with the we build the wall campaign i didn't donate any money to it i know it got millions upon millions of dollars and i think that they did get some portion of the wall built even if it was a couple miles from that i just don't know in terms of um the whole thing in terms of what they did wrong i've heard that they've been funneling some of the money elsewhere that will definitely be looked into there's definitely Uh, trial here. I just don't know what the outcome of it's going to be, but I'm setting the later date. I don't know if that impacts the election whatsoever. I don't really know how I'd look at that because it does, uh, it is far after the election, but at the same time, does anyone really care about it to begin with? It's not necessarily some cloud that's hanging over Trump's head. So, um, yeah.
0: Well, uh, and Bannon has said that he will plead innocent, or or plead not guilty uh, to those charges. Uh, Red Eagle Politics, thank you again for joining me. Do you want to tell people where they can find your YouTube channel and where they can find you on other social media platforms before you go? Yeah, sure. My YouTube channel is Red Eagle Politics.
1: Um, I can find that on YouTube just by typing in Red Eagle Politics. I, I go by Red Eagle Patriot on Twitter and Instagram. I do have a website, com, with the Election Center and some articles on there. I don't use it that much, but if you guys want to check that out, you can as well. But uh, that's, that's where you can
0: find me. All right. Thank you, sir.
1: Yeah, no problem.
0: Bye.